0: Drink
1: it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Corn bread, corn bread, corn
0: Drink it in, man. drinkers what's going on everybody it's your host eric okra right here on the detroit kool-aid Cast. drink it in man. Uh... Side a cornbread cornbread i gotta have a double today cornbread because the one and only the man the myth the legend you guys know who he is i mean he comes on the show he talks about the lions he tries to make you laugh he's got some takes he probably has some stats the one and only at chops in the D. Choppy Chop, you're back. What's going on, buddy?
1: Hey, Okri, back on the Kool-Aid cast again, man. Hey, happy to be here. And, you know, I want to start out with something a little special here because I got a feeling, I got a feeling that we are going to have a lot of disagreements on this podcast. So I want to start out today by just giving you on a round of applause Uh-oh. because the Detroit Kool-Aid cast never takes a break. There is no off season for the hashtag DKC Detroit Kool-Aid cast. So kudos to you, buddy. Thanks for having me on loving the content. Uh, all right, now let's drop the gloves and go. <laughs>
0: I appreciate that, man. I mean, the, the what do they call it at the restaurant? When you, when you get the soda or you get some other beverage, that's uh, bottomless. That's what we have here at the Kool-Aid cast. So drink it in everybody. Drink it in. Uh. <laughs> we never run out. We're always talking lions football. There's no question. Uh, always trying to get our main guests. I like just having my buddies on having fun. I love talking about this football team, especially because everybody and their brother is fired up about this football team. So this is going to be a fun show, man. We, we we got to talk about the combine that kind of just went down. Uh, you know, got some things that I want to talk to you, especially about that. Um, I, I might I might display the Oakry Top 5s. I mean, I gave the people the Oakry Top 30, and people seem to love that on the old Twitterverse. Uh, got some comments, got a lot of likes. People were uh, giving me some hard times about a few players that left off. We might get into that. Um, gosh, we, we got to talk about free agency, man. It's like a week away, like this Sunday, heading into Wednesday... Uh, is the start of NFL free agency. The Lions got money. We've got some targets. We, Brad Holmes, you never know what he might do when he's rubbing his meat hooks together and and just getting excited and and wanting to shock us as fans. So, Choppy, I I don't think we can mess around. Do you think we got to get right into this?
1: Okri, as always, we have more content than we have time. We got to go. Let's get into it, brother. Woo! Hashtag Choppy Liking.
0: (laughs) All right. Now, I want to know if you're going to hashtag this. I don't think you will. I really don't think you will. But, I mean, I just got to – we even have a sound bite for this. I'm just going to, like, throw it out there uh, right off the top for our guy, Frank Ribble before I even mention the guy's name. Wow! 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 And that's Anthony Richardson, <laughs> quarterback. Florida chop who was the first guy you saw it on the old Twitter machine saying the Lions need to draft this kid who's the guy that was taking him a few weeks ago in the second round then he moved up in the first round I still said he's a premier talent then I had a pod a few weeks ago where I said you probably got to take this guy at six because he's just that damn good and he's big and physical And now he's the talk of the NFL world. We know you love Jared Goff. We know you're going to probably talk about a train of some sort that has you, uh, you know, as the conductor. But I'm here to tell you. He blew up the combine. He looked the part. He's got the deep voice. He can flick his wrist and throw it about 75 on a rope. Anthony Richardson is too good to pass up if he's there at six for the Detroit Lions. Thoughts?
1: Uh,
0: hashtag
1: choppy, no likey. Listen, I cannot dispute you. The guy he, I mean, look perfect. Raz, right? I mean, he was a freak, right? He showed the P he showed people what he was, um, you know, before, before I really dive into him, man, can I, we gotta make can I, can we please? I do not want to see this guy referred to as AR 15 on the Twitterverse. Okay. Like, listen, people, he dropped the nickname back in last year. All right. The guy needs a real nickname don 't worry, your boy choppy is here, and I will have one for you in the weeks to come for Mr. Anthony Richardson, but it is not hashtag a r fifteen okay.
0: Enough Copy. with you, that. You're, you're not going to tag nickname, him with something. I'll take that, care of it. You're not going to tag Listen. him with something that's like a sentence, are you? Like I don't know, like Brad always open for business, homes or anybody but Willie or <laughs> whatever. Some other create. Usually your nicknames <laughs> are like a fragment sentence or run on or or something. But like for some reason. I don't know. They catch on here on the show. People enjoy them. So I'll leave it to you, buddy. You come up with something better because that is horrible. And this freak of an athlete and this Adonis at quarterback uh, needs something incredible, especially if he's wearing Honolulu blue and silver.
1: Uh, Hey, listen, I mean, maybe we can go like Anthony. Raz kid Richardson or something, you know, I don't know, but that perfect Raz score, everybody's, you know, go, getting all uh, antsy in the pantsy for uh, Anthony Richardson. Look, I'm not going to dispute. If my team needed a quarterback this year, I would absolutely love to have that guy fall onto my lap in this draft. I like him. He is a specimen. He's going to be a great, I, I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. At least that's what he's projecting right now. Unfortunately, my Lions do not need a quarterback that high in this draft and so some team is going to get this kid and he's going to be great maybe uh maybe he'll be like some of the other people who had super high razes, like oh i don't know tyree jackson marcus <laughs> mariota brett hudley rg3 but anyway i don't need him at six and i don't need him at 18 so and he won't be there in the second round so pass and pass
0: yeah i understand i got it in my head dude so, so what you're really saying, but you're not saying, but you should have said, because I teed you up for it, is simply this. I don't
1: want your bula bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the f- golf train. You're off, bro. You're off.
0: <laughs> I think I had multiple Kool-Aid drinkers tweet me out and say, Okri, <laughs> you keep up this Richardson nonsense. You're off the golf train and you're not getting back on. And I, I, I'm I, fine with it, to be honest. I, I was off, then I got on. Now I'm like on the side kind of ready to jump off because I see this guy named Anthony Rich on the side. I, I don't know. I just think the guy had a great combine. He's a polarizing figure with Lions fans. The NFL combine's just a love fest for players like him. I get it. People are like, what does it matter if your quarterback can jump 40 inches? I don't know, because that means he's a freak athlete and he can jump over people when he needs to. What does it matter that he runs a 4 four, four, three, because then he can run away from people. What does it matter that he can throw on air because he threw on air almost 80 yards down the football field on a perfect dime and it looked effortless. Those are the reasons why you can bring up your completion percentages. You can talk about what he can't do. I'm just telling you, you can't teach height, weight, speed, athleticism, humble, good character, uh, just an absolute monster at 6'4", 240. Um, That's why I keep bringing him up, especially when you're on the show.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you love this guy more than I love uh, Jared Goff. It's it's starting to make me a little sick to my stomach. I'm not going to lie. I mean, look, you know how I feel. You it. know that I have the hashtag Goff train going. You know I'm the conductor of the train. You know your ass <laughs> has been booted off, kicked to the caboose, because you keep talking about Anthony Richardson at six for the Lions. And, and I'm just telling you, look, okay, I'm telling you, I am not opposed to hooking a quarterback later in the draft. One who I may have mentioned on the pod a few times, maybe in the Twitterverse. I want to attach the hashtag hooker train to the hashtag golf train, but not until the second or third round.
0: Oh, my! I I can't even get into that. That nickname is so (laughs) wrong on so many levels. I mean, I got people that saw Anthony Richardson in person, saw what he did, know that he's got a high ceiling, know that he could be a great stash quarterback, and they got the audacity to say this to me. It's a bad decision. Point blank, it was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. It would not be, it's, it's a great investment, in my opinion. So, anyway, we could go on and on for days, it'll probably come back up on here at some point during the show. But I loved what I saw from that kid. I uh, you want to know somebody that if we're talking about the Combine Love Fest, and and before we get out of this segment, like what about the kid from Northwestern Hull that just kept running? to the end zone on every drill. They would be doing drills at like the 10. It was a three cone or something. And he would just take off from the three cone and house it. (laughs) And then he'd run like a slant route on the seven. And he'd just take it to the house for no reason when everybody else is like half jogging to the 20. That was incredible. You want to know who I love, Chops? You want to know... His name's Nolan Smith. That's with like 18 Fs because this guy, I loved his character in college. I knew he was hurt, but I thought he'd show up big. He blew up the combine way better than I even thought. He's climbing up draft boards. I love this kid. Man, he's got sound bites on the show too. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's what I thought about Nolan Smith. And I hate to say it because he went to the school we shall not speak of. But C.J. Stroud impressed me, the way the ball came off his hand, the way he was slinging around the yard, too. I mean, that was incredible, just like this sound. Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Ohio State is vanquished. Joppy, you got any other thoughts about the combine, anything that's going to entertain the people?
1: Well, if I hang on I like I said I'm still you know you, you play that that Ohio State uh, or you give bring a guy from Ohio State and I'm, it makes me a little nauseous here. But hey, listen, uh, the one thing that that happened to the combine that it just made me go uh, you know, Frank Ribble quad, wow, 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 wow. How about wow. Andrew Voorhees tearing his ACL and then 2 days later crutching up and putting up like I I think it was like 40 some on the bench. I'm I'm like how is he doing that how do you walk up to the bench on crutches with a torn acl and like just start putting up reps man i thought that was uh that was pretty fantastic i mean that shows a hell of a lot of grit which the detroit lions love (laughs) and character which i know you love um so that that was a that was a big wow moment for me um you know i think that what i really want okri what i really want and what i think the people really want is they want to know who were your top five standouts for our Detroit Lions at this Combine. Give it to us, man. Tell us. We're anxiously waiting. Give me your top five
0: Combine standouts with a Lions twist. <laughs> Chavi, we got to get to this because the more we're talking about the Combine, I got to be honest. Again, I got excited about the Combine, then I fell asleep. So let's do this instead for the people and the people consist of the millions (laughs) choppy i'm in here at the dto studios i'm getting out of my chair i'm walking over here in the dto scouting office to one of the many oakry draft boards and this is these are my short boards these are by position these are to give myself a quick view of, of who I might like at certain spots and who's available. So you said, let, let's just focus on the lion's needs. How about that? How about I just give you my top five names at a few positions and then I let you react. Is that how we want to do this? Let's do it. Let's start at the quarterback position. I know you say we're set. I know you say we don't have to worry about it. Let's talk about it. Bryce Young's my top guy. Anthony Richardson is my second guy now. CJ Stroud's in there at third. Will Levis coming in at fourth. And ya boy, who's like 26 going on 27 going on and has one leg. He, uh, (laughs) Hooker is there at five. And like, I like the kid, but there's some negatives as well. Any instant reactions? Any big beefs with that? Or no, can we keep
1: Uh, no, no, I don't have any beefs with that. I, I like your, uh, I like your ranking there. I, again, I think, I think, uh, Richardson has you know, blinded you by the light, uh, by his, <laughs> by his 10 score Raz uh, to move him up into your, and in your number two spot, but I can't argue with the top five there. And the only one that I really want on this team at the value that we could get him is my boy Hendon Hooker.
0: And I'll agree with Choppy that we seem to be set at QB, but I just think it's an investment. Please don't write it off the table, people. You need to always consider quarterback.
1: And just to double up, gonna, I want to double off on that. Uh, I Here we go. The, the conductor of the <laughs> golf train. I am 100% on board with drafting a quarterback this year. Not in the first round, not in the early second round, but I absolutely believe we need to draft a quarterback to develop a backup. Someone, you know, again, Jared Goff isn't going to be here for 10 more years, right? Uh, We need to start developing somebody. We need to get it in the swings, but it doesn't need to be one of those top four guys.
0: That's what Dan Campbell said about him. They said he's helping them buy time. Other people are just saying, pay him whatever, because that's what quarterbacks get, but there is a financial component. So you can also get some leverage if you have a kid that's a stud, like Anthony Richardson, in your back pocket. Let, let's keep this rolling. Uh, we will just we got to mow through these pretty quick. But some people really want a running back. I mean, again, some of these are pretty chalky. But my top five guys Bijan, uh, you got Gibbs, you got A Chain, you got Chase Brown, who I like a lot from Illinois. And I don't really like Zach Charbonnet, but uh, he, he comes into in my top five there. Are you taking a running back, Shoppy? Are you taking one? High I saw a mock today that had us taking Charbonnet. I think in the second round for the Detroit Lions. Or are you pretty set at running back?
1: Kind of depends on what my boy, uh, you know, Swaggy does. Like if he resigns, I think we need to draft a running back, but not early. Um, you know, I'm okay with taking a guy who's more of a developmental. But I like your I like your rankings. I think they're spot on. Um, you know, I'm not super high on Charbonnet. I know people love him because he's got that Michigan that Michigan blood running through them for whatever it was, a half a season, uh, maybe a season and a half. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have no beef with your running back positions and we can move on because I don't think we're going to draft one.
0: So now that I'm looking at my position boards and we talk about like our focus I have basically every one start, so I can't go through all these, but I'm like that kind of guy that always goes into drafts and like, yes, I know I need that or I'd like to have that or maybe I need an extra guy here, but like I'm Mr. BPA, I'm Mr. Let the board fall. I I can upgrade all spots. So let's skip tight end and wide out if you're comfortable with that. I want to give you a hybrid ranking on the O-line because I know you think that's important. So if I had to rank those, I got Skoronsky as my guy, and I I like him more as a guard. Then you got Torrance, the big fella from the Gators. Then I think Avila is coming in after that, who kind of impressed me at the combine. He, he was kind of comp to Will Hernandez, who's a, just a big body but can't move his feet. I felt like Avila was better there. You said you've liked this Michael Schmitz character was a center for Minnesota but can maybe move around. I don't love him. And then you brought him up, Voorhees. I really like this kid a lot, and it's totally bummer about the knee, but he's still probably going to come in at fifth there for me when you're talking about interior, cause I don't think that we need a, a tackle and especially not the types or the value you'd have to pay here currently for the, the guys that are going to be on the board in this draft.
1: Yep. Check the box on all five of those guys. Those, to me, those are the, those are the top contenders. I like the list. I like the order. I know you're not big. You're not big on John Michael Schmitz, but man, I'm telling you that guy can move from, he can play every position. He's, he's, you know, big, nasty, he's play center Three twenty pounds, Played at Big Ten, hard-nosed football with Minnesota. Um, I like him, and, man, I feel like he could slide into that um, into that right guard spot where we're going to have a gap here when uh, Mr. Brown takes off. But uh, <laughs> nope, no arguments there. I like the names.
0: And, and t- two other real quick things. You talked about nicknames earlier. You don't think Detroit would like to draft a guy that's super highly ranked that can play tackle and you can slide him inside and then call him the Skronk? <laughs> you can just put skronk <laughs> over there at right guard i mean that now we're talking nicknames as well as torrents played right guard at Florida, which I like. I don't want to be moving people around. I know Penn A did it. I know the Lions like to oh, let's just move a guy from one side to the other. Let's switch sides. He's played his whole life in college. I like if you played right guard. If we're going to take a right guard, make sure that he has played right guard a ton. That would be nice. All right, Choppy, can we move to defense? Because that's what the people want to hear about. They want to hear about the top five defenders and, and get your thoughts because that's where the Lions supposedly need to still beef up, but I'm, I'm here to tell you. I think we're going to be grabbing an offensive baller in the first three rounds for sure it's not going to be this defensive heavy two years in a row I'm here to tell you
1: I will respectfully disagree in that it will be absolutely defense heavy and it, as it should be since you know I, we had like the 30 worst, worst defense in the league but we will sprinkle in a little bit of offense, as you said, probably <laughs> maybe with one pick in the top th- in the top three rounds. However, let's get to the defense, Okri. Come on, people want to know linebackers, corners, <laughs> interior edges.
0: Let's go. <laughs> Don't put it past Brad Holmes to do anything. All right, my edges. Will Anderson is getting hated on, and I don't understand why. Have you watched this player? Do you know what he brings to the table? I heard people, oh, okay. I'm not that. I mean, he's still my top edge, but my boy Tyree was a humble beast at the Combine. He's got arms like a condor. He's a good kid. He's a hard worker. Love him. So either those two are home runs. Then you got Miles Murphy. You got my boy, Nolan Smith. And then you've got the kid. I don't even know. It's Anaduke Uzama from Kansas. Kansas. Kansas State. I think it did pretty good with that name. Those are my top five edges. Chops, before you respond, when I move over to the interior, yes, people, (laughs) I still got Jalen Carter up there as the top interior. Don't give me all this. I'm I'm not downplaying what happened because you don't want to see anything bad happen or people lose their lives, but... There's no evidence at this point, so stop committing or convicting people before you know, and even if he's convicted, I've heard it's a misdemeanor, it's not, he's going to prison, so Carter's up top for me. Chops, you'll like this one. Lucas Van has moved up to number two for me. This was a guy that was off my board, but I loved his interviews, his story, he seems like a... Dan Campbell guy, a hardworking beast. Then I got my boy Cancy from Pittsburgh, a little small Aaron Donald type. Um, Brian Brise is going to come in at four. And then our boy from the University of Michigan. Give me Mozzie Smith as my fifth interior. I'm out of breath, Choppy. You got reactions? What do you think?
1: Woo! Yeah. I love that list. I love those edges. Don't hate on and on Anderson. If that guy somehow falls to us at six, it is a swoop in and a grab oh. and thank your lucky stars that he got to you. Still high on Murphy loving it. I still love Tyree Wilson. Um, you know, a guy who I thought really stood out. And if, if, man, if we could somehow get this guy in the second round, you crushed his name. I'm not even going to try it. The guy from Kansas State, his, in, his, in, his 40 time was absolutely insane for how big he is. So I'm loving those edges. Uh, I actually love Brian Breezy a little bit more than you. Um, I thought he actually impressed uh, at the Combine. He, I still have him as my number two um, behind, of course, of course Jalen Carter. Um, I didn't know if we were going to get into this on the first half or the second half, but I totally agree with you. Again, Jalen Carter, if he is there at six and he's falling and falling and falling, dude, you got to take him. He is a beast from Georgia. Georgia basically playing in an NFL scheme type player. Like, dude, this kid is a freak. And yes, again, I fe- you know, same thing, feel bad that, you know, lives were lost, but we have no idea what actually happened in that situation. I mean, he may, you know, there were players involved. There were coaches involved. There were all these things. Somebody may have picked up the phone and been like, Jalen, yo, get out of here. Take off. Don't be here when the cops come. We have no clue. And if he is convicted, I mean, he's a young kid, right? It's a misdemeanor absolutely feel bad that it's a tragedy but i'm not holding that against him um you know and people didn't really seem to you know it, it, it i thought it was investigated and then all of a sudden it just like mystically comes up during the combine i thought i don't know i felt like that was some added drama but anyway he's still my number one guy i love him i'd take him no questions asked
0: good stuff from you choppy i i before we move on, I know we're basically on all positions and we were going over our time. It doesn't matter. This is great to talk these over. The people love the NFL draft. It's right around the corner. I just want to say what you said. Will Anderson's there at six. You run it to the podium. Now, if Jalen Carter and Will Anderson were there, which isn't likely but could happen, it feels like Jalen Carter's still the better football player. Will Anderson, at this point, would be the safer play because everyone said, gosh, we just love this guy at the Combine. He's personable. He's fun. um, He's, you know, just a great person. So, you know, I'd probably still lean Will Anderson if I have to make that decision between the two. But I'm telling you, my boy Richardson goes before the Lions or Will Levis sneaks up to the Lions... Those two ball players are, are probably going to be there. I mean, that's what it's looking like more. So people get ready for that. All right, I'm going to breeze through my linebackers real quick. Uh, Chops, this guy we talked about, I've grown to love him. He's kind of like, I wasn't sure. Drew Sanders, my top interior linebacker. Guy blitzes all over the field. Used to be at Alabama. Love him. Uh, a lot of people have been hitting me up about this other guy. I've kind of moved him up my list, but I don't love him. Jack Campbell's number two. Henry To'o. Toe-O is my number three. Gosh, I'm just killing the names today. You got Noah Sewell coming in there at four. And then you got... uh, uh, Let's put my boy Pace from Cincinnati there at five. Uh, When you move to the outside, you got Trenton Simpson from Clemson. He's an absolute beast. You got Henley, who a lot of people have been mocking to the Lions from Washington State. You got your boy... Overshown from Texas coming in at three. And then you got a couple other Jamokes after that that I don't really know a ton about or haven't spent a ton of time on. So linebacker, I mean, people say it's deep, or there's, but there's really only five, six guys I like between the two positions. But the Lions probably need to add. But again, they don't value linebackers. So why do you? Thoughts?
1: Yeah, I like those names a lot. Um, you know, the guy, the thing I like about Trenton Sipson and I know you—he's not a guy that you've been high on. He's a guy that I've been banging the drum on. I just love his versatility. Like, I love how he—you know—he can get get to the inside, he can go to the outside, he can play whatever. And like you said, the Lions do play like a very different style with their linebackers, and I think he fits it. So you know if he is falling or he drop you know if he drops into the second round and he's there for your your first pick in the second round i mean i got to jump all over that
0: and let's just have this on record it's not that I don't like Trent Simpson before we got an argument. Cause you were taking him at like 18 or high in the first round. And like, I was seeing him in this as a late first, early second. Um, you know, I'd still love to get him with that first pick in the second, but um, you know, if he's there at 18, he's best available. I, I don't not like that selection at all. I do like this player's person, all the things he brings to the table. Let's finish it strong. Choppy. We got to get our great sponsors in here. Cornerbacks, I've moved Christian Gonzalez up as my number one corner. I know all you out there love Devin Witherspoon. I love Devin Witherspoon too. I love his character, his grittiness, his toughness. But Christian Gonzalez is just a bigger football player, a more smooth athlete. He makes plays on the football. I had to bump him up to my top corner at this point. You got my boy Brian Branch there at three. Joey Porter Jr. checking in at four. And then my boy Forbes from Mississippi State, coming in there at number five. He makes plays on the football. He's a little skinny, but he just has crazy instincts. Looking at my safeties, which is a position I don't love and I don't think the Lions need to do a ton with, but you got Johnson up there. You got Battle from Alabama. You got Joseph from Notre Dame. And then who else I got in there? Robinson's a kid or Hickman, but the guy I really like that I thought had a great combine as well. Sydney Brown, uh, the Brown brothers, really impressed me a lot. So, again, Chops, I'm out of breath. We went longer than we should. But basically talked about every position other than tight ends and wide outs. Those are the Okri top fives. Those are my hot takes. And those are the choppy reactions. What else you got, Chops, before we get our great sponsors in here?
1: Yeah, Okri, real quick before we get the sponsors in. Uh, cornerbacks, the, you know, I, I like it. Uh, I actually had Witherspoon above Gonzalez before the combine, and I changed him. I, I, I switched him up. So I like, give me some gonzo before Witherspoon. And the other one I want to mention with cornerback that I thought really just kind of hurt his stock, the combine did not help him, and he looked bad it was Ringo, right? Kaylee Ringo from yes. Georgia. I, th- I was big on this guy, and man, he looked like awkward and janky like the the routes he was running like the his body movement was like shifty he just looked really really awkward out there so man i was very disappointed in that and i will say that the safeties did not do a whole lot to impress me other than the one you mentioned Sidney brown so nice take on that he was the only one that stood out to me in the safety position if we're gonna take one which i don't think we need one but if we are he's my guy from illinois another big 10 cat
0: we've been known to argue on the show. We've been known to have much different opinions, kind of like on the quarterback position. But I got to tell you, that take on Ringo as well is spot on by you. I felt like he didn't catch the football when it was in his area. He didn't look smooth running. He didn't look... Uh Just didn't look comfortable. And don't tell me, oh, it doesn't matter or, oh, just turn the tape on because, I mean, gosh, he was on that Georgia D, and you see lots of things on tape too. Like, I don't know, like Jameson Williams flying past him on a triple move uh, and other issues. So great take by you there since you give me uh, some appreciation on this end. And, gosh, that was a fun segment, man. We could talk about it for days, but I say we get our great sponsors in here and then come back and talk more about – Gosh, there's just so much to get into. We might get into more about Raz scores. We might talk about more guys we love uh, in this draft. And I think we might even have to end the show with talking about some, uh, I don't know, Oakry, free agent Lions targets. What do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Okri. Great first segment. I love it. Let's wrap up the combine. Um, you know, hey, we're on a roll here with this. Like, give me your top five. So I want to get I want to get some top five free agent names from you from p- different positions. I need for our lines too. I think that'll entertain the people. And uh, I, what's going on with the love fest here? It's like a, it's not a like fest. It's not a hashtag <laughs> choppy like fest. It's like a lo- it's like a choppy love fest here. What's happening?
0: Chops. On all those things you just mentioned, let me sum it up with one word that you use way too often on this show. Absolutely. Everybody, we'll be right back. please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. All right, Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back from the break. As I always say, thank you for listening to those sponsors. It helps the show. Thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Thank you for telling your friends, Lions fans, people in general, hey, you got to go check out the Kool-Aid cast. I mean, they will fill up your glass with delicious Honolulu Blue Flavored Kool-Aid. Drink it in man. Uh... Copy, real quick, can you, can you pull that off as well as I do? Honolulu Blue Flavored. Try that one time. Honolulu blue
1: flavored.
0: <laughs> Damn it, you did it great! I thought you'd stumble. All right, you get a bell for that. Um, I always almost trip over it, but I make it uh, make it work. And hey, Choppy, you had any cornbread re- recently?
1: Uh, er- okra. You know, every time I have some cornbread, I always got to make it a double. Corn, cornbread.
0: Exactly. Um. So before we get rolling again, we got more content to get into. We've been known to uh get get talking on the show. It's so funny, like. I swear me and chops will get ready to hit record and be like, all right, you know, we'll try to stick to this time. And we just, it just flies by, man. It's so funny. Like if somebody told me I had to go do a 30 minute speech, I'd freak out. But here on the show, I can't, I can't keep segments under 20 or the show under 40, 50 minutes, but, um, just appreciate all you guys listening and whatnot. And, and like, I know I always say it, but I just thank everybody for the old, uh, Interactions on the Twitter machine, you know, at times I really do try to put out mock drafts, put out takes, you know, give you an interesting opinion or a hot take or a a contrary belief to what you see everywhere else. And uh, just fun when you guys fire back or you give your opinions or you like it or you retweet it really helps the show and uh, I know choppy you appreciate that as well when you have time which I know like you're doing the show from a hotel in another state in another city um so you're all over the map with work and family and everything but you try to make some time for some uh, choppy hockey takes for some lions content for some retweets you try to do your thing when you have a, when you have a chance
1: Okri, it's not an easy man. Uh, I'm on the road a lot. Uh, got a lot going on. But hey, listen, it's like we talk about, it's for the people. And that's what we do this for. And it's because we love the people. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to give some hockey content, man, I'm loving, loving the Red Wings, but I'm loving the I'm loving the off season for the uh, for the Kool-Aid fans as well. So let's keep it going, man.
0: The really big um time you know again i keep saying people are sort of in that low but like when free agency hits the buzz is going to get bigger when the draft gets closer, it's going to be at a roaring uh, level for the Lions. After that, just getting ready to see JMO at full speed, getting ready to see this team come together, getting ready to win ball games, getting ready to win this division. Play. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Just fill up your, your fridge and, and anywhere else you can with that Detroit Kool-Aid. There's no question. So just real quick, again, I shout him out on the show, but I swear when we talk about like not having time to tweet or just trying to get stuff out there when we can – Frank Ribble's everywhere. I mean, he's got a take on everything. He's got he's got conspiracy rumor innuendo. He's got he's got random takes. He's got draft mocks. I mean, Ribble. I don't know how you find time to do what you do, but it always makes me laugh, and it's always uh, cool to see uh, you sharing that Lions content and chops. The guy I made fun of. The guy I made fun of his Twitter handle so much that he changed it the day after. It was like JP0784269482187, and then he shortened it to like Mustafa Lion or something like that. Uh, But JP1077 is out there on Twitter. He's always taking selfies with Lions fans retweeting our show <laughs> he's everywhere he goes to road games this guy's a total awesome lions fan and i see he kind of came back from the dead because he was just gone he kind of disappeared for a while but he's out there big now which is fun to see uh um, love that guy as a fan of this show and of the lions in general
1: very happy that he shortened that out because that jP <laughs> eight six seven five three oh nine sixty four eighty nine or uh, yeah I couldn't keep up with it so loving the loving the new Twitter handle there JP nice work
0: <laughs> all right choppy there's so many other people to thank and again I I teased it I haven't been able to work out the schedules yet but there's there's definitely a rumor in and there was a confirmation made that Lexi, go blue, is going to come on this show and talk Detroit Lions at some point if we can line up our schedules. So you know that show is going to be fire. Um, my girl. And, uh, and we got to get, like, gosh, we just got to get more people, like, hooting and hollering and, and get the calls going again and stuff like that. But appreciate all you guys do, and uh, always fun to have Chops on and talk ball here. So, Chops, we kind of did the Combine Love Fest. Like, I'm just thinking... You know me, I'm big interview guy. Like, again, I, I I did doze off during the combine. I do need to go back and kind of take some more notes and kind of record some of these numbers that went out there. But, like, you know I love the podium sessions. The guy stands up there, starts talking about his love for football. He starts breaking down his, his – his football intellect, his, his team, he's a team guy. Those things go a long way with me, man. Like I know sometimes you all about the analytics or it's about the numbers, but it's definitely about how much you love it. Are you a Dan Campbell guy? Do you fit what we're looking for? As they always say, I mean, I think Dan Campbell said there was like, 30, 40 guys they interviewed and like four made his cut. (laughs) Like, I think that that's what they're about is you have to impress them with not only what you say, but what you're really about, you know? And uh, you know, were there any guys that jumped out to you? Were there, were there people that there was a few that came out bad to me and a few that kind of based on what I did hear and see were, were impressive and kind of got my ear. Any of those guys you want to throw out there, you want me to give a few names?
1: So so here's my thing, Okri, I fully rely on you to listen to all the interviews, because for me, I do not need to hear a guy give a speech that he has rehearsed in his locker room in front of the mirror. He's been prepped by his agent. He's been talked to by his his inner circle about what to say. And then he just goes out and he says it right like I do not take nearly as much stock uh and maybe i would if i was there in person listening to these guys seeing their passion but for me again it's it's all scripted right like these guys are told they know what questions are going to be asked they know what they got to say they, they got to come up with something to make them stand out a little bit so you know every once in a while, someone will throw out a gimmick or throw out a joke or whatever like i, I like it but i don't hashtag choppy likey it <laughs>
0: Oh, so many things there. First of all, Choppy, you you ended multiple sentences already on the show with right, which I I said on Twitter. It's one of my pet peeves, bro, because just because you say right with a question mark doesn't mean I agree with you. It's not that you're putting me in my place. And there's plenty of people out there that do this as well. And I got to call you out and call others out and hope that they fix it at some point. So that's first. You, You hit me with right. And no, I don't agree with you. But second of all, the reason I don't agree with you is because I'm the kind of guy that can read a person. I can meet you and know in like 30 seconds if you're genuine good people or if you're a fraud. And so when you hear these people going through their uh, rehearsed speech, as you put it, that should be easy to tell. I'm looking for the guys when they start talking. I'm engaged. I'm like... This is a genuine guy that loves ball. This is a locker room guy. This is a guy that will work his tail off. That's what I'm looking for. So it, it, it comes across easy. I think it's a big indicator to me. Let's start off with the guys I didn't love. Let's talk about this kid Benton from Wisconsin. All these Lions fans got him as a second-round pick. Oh, i love to get him in the third round. He can do this. He can do that. You know what he can't do? I saw him at the podium start hemming and hawing about, oh, I might want to play, like, I don't know, three to five years in the league. I'm not sure what my best qualities are. I don't really know where I fit. Blah, I don't even know what else he said because at that point he's off my draft board. <laughs> if you don't know what you do well and your your cap is that you maybe want to play four or five years in the league is what you think is your, your highest potential, get out. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Then I got to talk about this kid Luke Musgrave, the tight end that everyone's going on. About. Oh, he's athletic. Oh, he can do this. Oh, he's like this guy. He does have talent. I'm not overlooking that. I kind of like his skill set. What I didn't like is at the senior bowl when they interviewed him and he was just doing the same thing. Oh, did I do good? I didn't feel like I did so well. Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe this, maybe there was no conviction. There was nothing I loved about his answers, about his attitude or his personality. So those are just two names that are basically off or down my draft board because of what you said and what you looked like when you said it. That's first and foremost. Chops, I'm going to keep going because that's what I do here on the show and I entertain the people. Gonzo, as you put him, he showed me a little moxie. He showed me some good football character. Do I think he sounds like a tough guy? No. <laughs> but I think that he said the right things, uh, did the right things at the podium, as well as a guy that, based on his athleticism, you love him. But I think he's got other things the Lions love, too. Like, I don't know. His sister or whatever who was married to David Blau who We kicked off the team. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, there might be a little something there. They have some inside insight. So I like what he brought to the table. Chops. Is there anybody you want to throw in? You want me to keep going?
1: Okra, you're on a roll right now, and you clearly (laughs) paid way more attention to these interviews than I did. So keep it going. Uh, I will say, though, I will comment on those two knuckleheads uh, not knowing how to answer questions. Uh, Your agents are pissed at you right now. Continue on.
0: Dobbs, the only other thing I, I really want to say is like, people think this is probably crazy. Like, oh, Cree, it doesn't matter. Watch the tape. I watched the film. I, you know, I always love the take of, oh, I saw this guy on a Saturday and he showed me this. And it's like, okay, you watched him once and now you know everything about him. Like, we can go watch the tape. Err highlights. But, like, if you get a chance and if you really love the draft or you really want to know who these players are and and who the Lions should take, you got to almost dig for these interviews. Like, if I had more time, I would go back and watch every single podium and take notes and and really nitpick it. But I don't, but I would because you know what's the differentiator between a lot of these players, Choppy? Those 20-minute meetings with the team. All these players can run and play and are athletic and big. That's why they're at the com. That's why they're in contention to be drafted. But the 20 minutes is like, we love that guy. That's a, our kind of guy. That's really what separates these people. So, you know, Witherspoon is probably that guy in the meeting room that just blows the Lions away from a mentality perspective and what he says to me. Tyree Wilson is the kind of guy where like you're unsure because he's so quiet and humble, but You look at his physical gifts and you look at that a humble, quiet guy is also can be a DAWG on the football field. And I think Tyree had a lot of that when I heard him on Good Morning Football. Van S., you want to know why he's moving up my board? Hashtag choppy hockey. Former hockey player. Former fighter on the ice. I've been known to play hockey. I've been known to mix it up a little bit when I used to play. And this kid's just a gritty, grimy, nasty football player that like the Lions are going to love regardless of who might be around him in the rankings or in, in regards to the analytics so those are just a few names those are a few takes that I think really separate these players rather than just saying it's all about film or it's all about their measurables no it's about both of those plus what you say and more importantly what you do
1: Yeah, look, everybody's not going to be a wordsmith like you and me, Okri. Uh Is this where I say right? Um, hold <laughs> so, hold on. Uh, hold some on. guys are just, just sometimes they're just football players, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't resist myself there because I know it is a pet peeve, so I'm just going to keep doing it to bother, bother you. But uh, listen, right? Some of the exactly that's right, right? Exactly. So um, no, I, look, there's something to be said about guys that just shut their mouth and perform on the field too, right? there it is thank you you finally got it okay uh but you are correct in a saying that <laughs> you are a good people uh, you are a good people reader so i like that um you know you have the time actually you did say something that did threw me off a little bit though uh you have a, a job outside of the detroit kool-aid cast how do you have time to work and put all this work in i thought this was paying your bills, bro. <laughs>
0: I mean, Chops, you know the dream goal is to be just here 24-7 making people laugh, talking about our Detroit Lions, like putting out content. You know I got the creative juices where I could do the graphics. I could do this and the other. But, yeah, man, grinding just like you 24-7 on all types of other things. But you want to know when my most enjoyable time is when I got buddies like you or people that come on and say, Okri, I got about an hour of time. Let's talk a Lions ball, and we just do what we're doing right now. So, yeah, man. Always lots going on. This with everybody.
1: Best hour of my week, brother. Happy to be here. And uh, (laughs) with that, what I really, really want now, Okri, I really want to get into. I like this theme we got, this top five theme we got. Let's transition into our Lions free agencies. Give me some top five standout Lion free agents that you are high on because
0: free agency starts on Sunday, baby. You teed that up so well that I want to go right into it. But I I do want to end the show. I think we do need to end the show there because free agency is right around the corner. But I want to ask you a question. You're the guy that comes on this show when when, when you're scheduled to come or when you just want to jump on and talk ball. You always got a couple stats in your back pocket. You're a guy that when I talk to you about certain things, you're like, what's the numbers, Okri? Be specific. Give me something to hang on to. I want to ask you this, because I threw this at you and thought maybe we incorporated in some of the draft prep or things we're looking at. It. Um, there's this thing that's big on Twitter now, and it's called the, you mentioned it earlier, the Raz Score, Relative Athletic Score. It's by Kent Lee Platt. You guys can find him on Twitter, at mathbomb. And, like, he's putting out all these – it's a score out of 10 for all these draft prospects. I know you've seen a few of these. I kind of want your take of, like, do you think this is a good rating in regards to, like, should people put a lot of stock into this when they're combing over these prospects? Or is this just, like, a a side piece of data that you were going to put in the mix, but you don't really – Lean on it. And I'm curious because you're Mr. Stats, Analytics, Numbers, get nothing but the facts, ma'am, type of guy sometimes.
1: Okri, uh, Okri, oh, oh, now you are talking my language. <laughs> let's talk numbers and stats. Oh, um, I love it. Yes, thank you. Thank you for teeing that up on me. Listen, the, the Raz, rel- Relative Athletic Score. Um, let's put it this way. I like it – uh, in that it's going to give you another measurable, right? Uh, do I think that anyone who can score a perfect 10 out of 10? Um, like Anthony Richardson. Like like your boy, Anthony Richardson, not AR-15. Uh, the Raz kid, as I'm going to start calling him, because he got a perfect 10 out of 10. Here's the thing what? with the Raz. <laughs> Here's the thing with the Raz. He... Look, I'm a, I, I threw a couple of names out there as you were kind of going on and on and on about your QB love, but like there's gotta be something wrong with the scoring system that gives a 9.95 to a guy named Tyree Jackson, a quarterback out of Buffalo in 2019 <laughs> had like the highest RAS score of any quarterback until your boy, Anthony Richardson did this week. So So I like the number. I like that you know this guy. He's put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, if you are not following him on Twitter, I highly suggest that you do. Um, he, it is a good calculator. It's a good indicator. But again, I'm not drafting a guy strictly based on the Raz score. It's like, you know, it's like the Wonderlick score. Are you gonna, are you gonna draft a quarterback only because of their wonderlick score? It's like hand size. Are you gonna not draft a quarterback because he's got itty bitty tiny little baby hands? Well, maybe, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the Raz. I like the work the guys doing, and it, it always gets me excited to talk about numbers. You know this.
0: Well, real quick, here's a quick counterpoint, if I will. First of all, Kent Lee uh, has thirty six thousand Twitter followers. He's been doing this for years, and and your argument about the old wonderlick is and whatever else you said is out the window because the reason I I think the Raz is a good thing is it takes all this athletic testing. Puts it all together and then comes up with a score that's easily digestible for people. 9.86, 7.3, you know what I mean? Like very easy to sort of see where these guys rank. And he's got a great little website. Let, let me give him a little pl- pub before we get to the Oak Free agent Targets. You can go to, I mean, this guy works for Pro Football Network. He's the creator of the RAS RAS score, ras.football and if you go to the website, like, you can pull up from years and years ago. You can compare all these players together. Like, you you want to know what Anthony Richardson, how does he compare to Jared Goff? You can go take a peek. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm sure Jared Goff is down in, like, the, well, you know, not very high. Whereas Anthony Richardson's perfect as far as the RAS score goes. So I, I just think it's a, a thing that should be, like, attached to the player profile as well as, like – Again, I'm not going to comb through all this Combine stuff regardless of what I've said here on the show that I'm going to go back and do. It's like, but I can take those RAS scores maybe and pull them into the player profile and be like, okay, that's his... General athleticism in a score of one to ten. I think it's helpful and uh, pretty cool. So I just kind of wanted to give him a shout as well as run that by you. I'm like, I wonder what Chops thinks about this because when I saw it and I knew you probably didn't know much about it, I was like, this is so up your alley. But I'm definitely on what you just said. It's more of a piece of the puzzle more than the end all be all for me.
1: Jared Goff scored a 6.09 on the Ras. Just an FYI, as if I wouldn't know what my boy scored but i'll also let you know that you know we, there's some pretty pretty solid quarterbacks that have not scored very high on the raz um you know do you want to know what tom brady's raz score was i got 3.6 2.74 <laughs> for the goat so exactly. there you have it take it as you will might be good eh, might not be so good and but it's another number and i love numbers there
0: you go. You'll use it when it's to your advantage, I'm sure. Chuck, you teed, you teed me up before. Can, can we finish the show strong, kind of like we did with the Okri top five draft selections, and maybe go over to the other Oakry board in the DTO scouting office, which is the Okri Lions free agent targets?
1: Man, you know, I, I teed it up, and then you pivoted, right? Like <laughs> the ball was there, you eyed it up, and then you stepped out of the box and looked at the pitching clock again or something like that. Uh, do like? Do I have to tee it up for you again, Okri? The people want to know what are your top five positions of free agency needs for our Detroit Lions in the 2023 off season. Free agency starts Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Tell us.
0: <laughs> well done, Chappie. Well done. Let Let's do this. Let's 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 bucket these because. Um, these aren't going to be like rankings like you would do where everything has to be fully combed out and, and strategically placed. These are, these are names. I like at positions we should consider. I'm just going to bucket the position, throw you names and then you can react however you want. Positive, negative. Tell me I'm crazy. Tell me a name you love. Tell me a name that they'll sign. How about we just start at quarterback? How about that?
1: Let's do it. Let's keep it quick. Okri. Come on, throw them out there.
0: We'll keep it quick, man. I only got two QBs that kind of have my eye as backups for the Lions. Taylor Heineke, I think he'd come at a bigger price, but if he wanted to come here and be gritty and grimy, maybe he could be that backup. And Nick Mullins is actually a guy I always liked, only 28 years old, could possibly be a backup for the Lions. Chops, would you rather see them go backup cheap free agent, or do you want them to get kooky in the draft at maybe pick six or in the second round like we've talked about previously?
1: Uh, both. Both. I want to see Cooper Rush come here and back up okay. Jared Goff in case we are in a deep playoff run and something happens to my boy. I want to have somebody who I know can come in and play some games and win some games from Central Michigan University. Fire up <laughs> chips. Cooper Rush, give him to me. And then also um... draft quarterback.
0: Oh my goodness! I don't mind that name, but the fact that the school you mentioned he's from kind of always is a negative for me. Just we can't have a guy from that school in the NFL playing for our Lions. But um, you know he's got the he's got the local ties. All right, I got to keep this roll. Let me go to running back. These are my names I got. It's just everywhere from the top of the list to somebody that's down the list. Kareem Hunt, I love. Swag Jamal Williams, James Robinson, Alexander Madison, Justin Jackson, Durrell. Daryl Henderson or Tyson Williams did some nice things with Baltimore. Any thoughts?
1: Yeah, I like those names. Uh, The other one I'll throw out there, and these are two young cats that I don't know why, you know, like Devin Singletary from Buffalo, like they've just thrown him out. Like, I don't know, like he's a piece of garbage. The guy's been their leading rusher for like three straight years. He's 25. So, yeah, if we lose, uh, if we move. Jamal Williams. I'm looking at Devin Singletary and another guy I like it there. Another 25 year old, David Montgomery from Chicago. They kept drafting running backs after him. He, um, he had a couple solid seasons. I don't think I think he's still got stuff left in the tank. So look for those two for me.
0: Real quick, a couple things. Real quick, the show isn't going to be real quick because normally we try to keep it to a time frame, but we're rolling today. I only get you on the show once a month or so because you're busy. Hollywood lifestyle. You got plus, you know, uh, I haven't had the guests on, so I'm bottled up with lions content. So this show's going over an hour. Plus let's put it that way. I, I know you guys got, you're listening on your drive to work, your workouts. We're, we're going to continue talking free agents for a bit. Secondly, I want to throw at you. What is that bula bula? That, isn't that the word you use that you just spilled out for the people? The Lions aren't going to get Singletary or Montgomery. Those are top names. Those are guys that are probably going to get a hefty deal. The names I put out there are guys that we either get as like a bottom of the roster guys or as compliments if Swift or Swag was to leave. I, well, why would you pick out the top couple names? That's, that's foolish Lions thinking where the people go out and every big name they want to get. We're not getting a big name at running back. You ever heard of DeAndre Swift, Choppy? he's very good. Why would we not just use him rather than go get David Montgomery? It makes no sense. Sorry.
1: My, my counter to that is I feel like those guys are not top names on list. You got big names out there this year. I know some of them are going to get tagged. Some of them may have already been tagged, but like, you, know, you got Josh Jacobs out there. You got Saquon Barkley out there. You got some really big names. I'm looking at those names that are further down the list. Like they're probably like in that six to eight range. I mean, I think Jamal Williams is ranked higher uh, a higher pedigree running back right now, coming off the season he had than those guys, and he's probably going to get paid more too. I like him. I want him back. But I grabbed guys that I thought were young. They still got something left in the tank, and they would complement Swift well if we loft swag.
0: All right, well, he kind of came back there. I mean, running backs don't make any money anyway, but David Montgomery was not coming here. The Lions aren't getting Singletary, but could they add a guy like Tyson Williams or maybe bring Justin Jackson back? I think that's much more logical. All right, Chobby, I got so many more names that I'm just going to bundle tight ends and, and wideouts and get your thoughts. I do have Mike Gusecki as a high name, big price type guy. I could see the Lions maybe considering for his pass catching. Hayden Hurst. Irv Smith, Brock Wright are the only four names I kind of have up in my general tight end category. Moving over to receiver, D.J. Chark. That's my D.J. Mecole Hardman because he's just faster than fast. Him and J-Mo, oh, baby. Darius Slayton from the Giants. He's always productive when he gives him the chance. How about Juice Jarvis Landry on a one-year deal in Detroit. I think they love him. Or a guy like Jameson Crowder, a guy that I've always respected for his game. Probably come at a super cheap rate, but will be productive as well. Any thoughts?
1: I'm noticing a theme here. You're naming a current lion who is a free agent almost every category, which I like because I am big on these guys. Listen, Irv Smith is a big one for me. I'm liking it. Kaseki is going to get paid some mad fat cash. He's not coming here to Detroit. I like him, but that dude's going to get paid. And the wide receivers you named, I mean, a couple of those guys, like, I don't know, they're like 65. Uh, but, uh, you know, they might still have some left in the tank there.
0: I, I agree with you on Gusecki, but he's never done anything, you know? I think he needs to go somewhere that, like, just doesn't have a pass catcher and just carve out a roll, so that's kind of why I put him on the list. He doesn't feel like a grit guy, but he feels like something the Lions don't have. All right, let's move to defense. I'm going to do defensive tackles and ends uh, together here. Gosh, I, I feel like the interior defensive tackles are very uh, – sparse in regards to the guys that I would either think might come here or seem to fit. So I really only have Isaiah bugs up here as my reasonable target to consider. And And then when you move to defensive ends, I've got like a big ticket guy, but he's kind of all potential, but I like what he brings physicality wise, but I don't think he'll be a need. And that's Marcus Davenport. L.J. Collier is kind of a gritty, grimy, nasty type player out of Seattle. Uh, Same with Racine Green. He was out in Seattle for a bit and then moved around, I think. Uh, How about this guy from Michigan, Chase Winovich? Could he come here and be a hard worker like he was in college? Or my boy Charles Amenahue, kind of a big, heavy end, almost like a Josh Pascal type from Texas, played with the 49ers, Charles Amenahue.
1: Yeah, good names, reasonable prices. Uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of tired of people hearing about these like ridiculous like oh maybe we can get John Payne and he's gonna you know get paid twenty two million dollars a year. Right. It isn't happening. I think he got tagged anyway. But um, yeah, those are solid like depth level guys that uh, either have have some upside um, or have some stability they can bring into both those positions. So I wouldn't argue with any of those. I do like uh, J- Javon Hargrave, but I think he's probably going to get paid too. Um, you know Andrew Billings is another one from Las Vegas, 27 years old. Uh, likes to stuff up the middle. That I think he might be okay uh, to come in as some depth and give some veteran leadership to these young cats.
0: So we can't get into it now. But when you mentioned those guys too, like I heard a couple people telling me, "Oh, we need another run stuffer," so then you can move Ali McNeil. But it's like I thought Ali McNeil was our stuffer. So I really don't know what they need. I feel like they need a penetrating guy, and like you say. Hargrave's gonna get way too much money, so he just doesn't make my I don't waste my time with guys like that. That you know, it's very slim chance they'd come here. Alright. Here's where it gets interesting, Choppy, my last couple positions. Let's start at linebacker. There's a lot of names and a lot of guys here that I think you can pluck so then it's not a draft knee necessarily. Listen to these names. Dre Greenlaw, that's my boy. I don't think he would come here, but probably be one of my top on my shopping list, along with Rashad Evans, who I've talked about before from Atlanta, then you got a big, high price guy too that'll probably not be at Detroit, but has the kind of game. T.J. Edwards. How about bringing back Fabio, Alex Anzalone? You got Uncle Runquo, who I think has been playing at Houston, who I like coming out of college. Then you move to like the outside or interior backers, you know, however you want to place these guys. Jermaine Edmonds is going to be too high priced, but he has been mocked to the Lions in some free agent lists. Jermaine Pratt, Bobby Okarike. I don't think that's how you say it anymore because he said that's not how you say my name, but that's how Pat McAfee said it, so that's kind of how I'm going to always say it. Bobby Okarike, I like his game. Anthony Walker, who is a guy I think you've liked before. David Long is a guy who you mentioned before, I believe. Mac Wilson's a guy liking coverage. Alex Singleton's a Dan Campbell type of guy. Grit, grimy, all over the football field. And Eric Wilson has some local ties and could be an outside, inside backer type player as well.
1: Yep. I absolutely love Rashawn Evans, and I gotta say this name because, I, dude, I just want this guy on the Lions so I can say this like week in, week out. Scion Taki Taki.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a side dish that you would get a local uh, establishment there in the city. Uh, just a little. Can I, get tacky some, tacky. can
1: I get some dumplings with a side of scion, taky sauce?
0: So. <laughs> exactly. That would be uh he's a good football player, man. I think came out of BYU or whatever, but uh, I like his game. No question. So these are names that again, I want to spend time on, on this show because next time we come to you next week, there's already going to be like, I bet the lions have already plucked off a name or two. And then they're going to be low buyers, you know, once the market thins out. So just get all these out there right now. Um, Last positions I have, let's go to cornerback. This is a guy that's been projected to the Lions a lot. Jamel Dean. Um, cost you a lot, but good football player. Would take cornerback off the list. You guys have talked to me about Sean. Formerly Murphy Bunting, now seems just to be Sean Bunting, which I like better. Um, good football player. Played at a school that we shall not speak of, which isn't the one you're used to, but is the one I made fun of here locally. Um, DeAndre Baker's a guy I like. He had some issues with the law, but can play Isaiah Oliver liked him in the draft, Justin Lane from Sparty nation. He's big, long, and, and, um, can play some football. And then you got another name that we need to have choppy Rocky sin. Um, those are my corners that I kind of have my,
1: eye. yep. Love the list. Don't be knocking on, uh, on Sean Bunting because he's from central Michigan university fire up chips. And the only one that I would add to that is my boy, Cam Sutton from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Underrated. Yep. Going to get paid a little bit, but I like what he did. And I think uh, he's still got he's still got some years left in him. Only 27.
0: I've heard his name to the Lions as well. And I don't want to get another side tangent, so I'm not even going to bring up what I was about to bring up. Let's just end with our safeties. Again, the Lions are going to bank on Tracy, my boy. They're going to bank on Kirby, the curb stomp, and uh, J. Curb, 25, and they don't have a ton of depth though so the first couple names are going to cost you and are but this first guy is a hell of a ball player um Juan Thornhill from uh, Kansas City I mean you really want to upgrade the position he'd be a guy that come here and I take Tracy's job, to be honest. Um, I, I like him a lot. I don't think he'll come here, but I put him on my list. Deshaun Elliott, who you know I was the first guy to call out last year before Brad Holmes even made a phone call. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson won't come here, but he's a perfect guy for this type of team. Taylor Rapp, I've always kind of liked out there with uh, Brad Holmes's speed dial. He can call the Rams up or can, uh, he knows where to find Taylor Rapp. Uh, Jonathan Abram, uh, you know, kind of bounced around, might be a knucklehead, but I kind of like him. And then your boy who I put on my list, but I don't really love him, but I like his age, 26. Donovan Wilson, those are my safeties. I kind of have just, again, it's kind of a scattershot of guys that are cheap down the list rather than focusing on like, let's put the top five guys at every position knowing that the Lions will get none of them.
1: Yep. I like that list. Okri. Um, I will say, don't you want to add Devin McCourty, uh, at a, at a chipper young age of 35 years old, come on <laughs> from new England.
0: About as much as I want to add just kidding. these other guys that keep bringing up like corners and linebackers that are in that same age range. No, not, I don't care what they've done the past decade. I want to know what they're going to do. So choppy, like, like I said, man, um, We kind of knew going into the show we we had a couple things to talk about, but we had a lot of ball that we wanted to get into. So that's why I kind of wanted just to not rush us through and, like, spend some time. Obviously, we could go point by point on all these other free agents too. I'm sure we missed quite a few names. I'm sure there's other guys out there that you guys want to target, but I just wanted to make this a longer show and just spend time on the draft and free agency, man. That's what it's all about this time of year, and that's what the people want to hear. So I thought we brought it, man.
1: Great show, Okri. I know we went long. Thank you for the people uh, to for listening this long. Uh, but look, in one week's time, after this show is released, the Lions will have new player personnel on their roster.
0: Woo-wee!
1: Hashtag choppy likey. It's a good day to be a Lions fan and a Kool-Aid drinker. <laughs>
0: Oh, he are closing the show, Chops. I like it. As you said, who the lion's going to sign in free agency? How aggressive are they going to be? Are they going to make a big-time trade? Oh, it could happen. You know who I'm talking about. Um, it's about a week away, so everybody, get ready. Get on the old Twitter machine. Give myself. You can find me at Derek Oakry. Give me a follow. Shoot me a message. You can find Chops. He's at Chops in the D. There's going to be lots of info coming out, not only about our Lions, but everybody in the National Football League. So get on that. And so, so much more. I mean, keep drinking that Kool-Aid, double-sided cornbread, and we'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. woo Unleash Hutch. Rodrigo. Oh, baby! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Drink it in, man. You don't get
1: to join the f*** off train. You're off, bro. You're off. I don't hate
0: him. I don't.
1: Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Ben Johnson, I love you. Ben Johnson, you are my hero. Says, give me that Kool-Aid. Woo! Hashtag
0: choppy liking. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets out. We're out. Pack the back, start the plane. This game is over.
1: It is over. What a comeback by the Lions.
0: Drink it in, man.